0: Hey friends, welcome to this week's episode of Please Blow My Mind with me, Will Fleming. Before we kick off with the podcast, just a quick shout out to our lovely sponsors of the show, floatculture.co.nz. Seriously, if you follow the podcast, you know what I'm going to say. Get in the float tank, start blowing your mind, start meditating, start doing that one hour for you. It's like go back to the womb. (laughs) Float tank should be called a womb tank it's like this it's the it's the most similar thing you know it's the most natural thing to be floating weightless but yet we don't do it since we're like born it's weird it's weird anyway floatculture.co.nz is your place for all things float they guide you through the entire process if you're worried about floating don't be floatculture.co.nz has your back okay team this week's episode is a bit different By the time you're listening or watching this, I will be flying to Europe, heading over to Germany for a family vacation to visit the German family. So expect some podcasts from Germany. I have some ideas of what I want to do, uh, but you know, just working on guests and all that kind of stuff. This show is a weekly record. So it's like not pre-planned, not pre-scripted. We're in the moment taking the microphones, taking the cameras and doing something on the fly, which is awesome. So. what I wanted to do in this episode is play an interview that I had on a friend's podcast called couch in space my friend Daniel he interviews people on his couch in space you know about life about perspective about stuff and I was a guest on his show and why I wanted to share it on my show is because I do a lot of time talking to people about their lives I hardly ever talk about my own life and I thought it was fair that you are investing so many hours with me, watching the videos, listening to the podcasts and just I thought it was nice that you would get to know me a little bit better. So yeah, thank you to Daniel for letting me use his audio and video on my show. I uh, highly recommend you jump on the Couch and Space Uh, podcast and subscribe and all that good stuff and yeah the next time I'll see you we will be in Deutschland talking to hopefully a German that would be awesome yeah that would be awesome learning about cultures different ways of life and just trying to blow our minds from a worldwide perspective okay team hope everyone's well thank you all for joining me on the podcast let's get into some couch in space we live in a world that encourages us to remove ourselves from the human experience. Whether it's looking at our phones too long, forgetting how to talk to someone face to face, or just straight up giving in and convincing ourselves that a chicken nugget is actual food. It's not food, it's silence. I don't know about you, but this freaks me out. So I've started a podcast, my antidote to this silliness. It's time to blow our minds. My name is Will Fleming. Welcome to my podcast, Please Blow My Mind. Couch in space! Oh look, it's a couch! Looks comfortable! And it's in space! Cool! Couch
1: in space! Will and I go back quite a few years. Quite a few years. Uh, For some reason, everyone starts at TVNZ, and ends up somewhere (laughs) in the world, and then
0: you get back together again. Yeah, exactly. crazy, You've helped a lot of people in their uh, careers. You taught me how to edit on an Avid. (laughs) How many years ago was that? Uh, 1950... No, <laughs> yeah. uh, two, I remember it, 2011, because the All Blacks won. Oh, right, seven mm. years ago. Yeah, that's right. Jeez. And you started in promotions, in the promos? Yeah, yeah. I actually started in news graphics, so oh, okay. I wanted to... My priority was to find a job because <laughs> yeah. I had a young family. I did it this way around, yeah. have babies first and try and use that as your lightning rod to build a career. Because I'm a loved child who yeah. am a spoiled child and I'm the youngest.
1: Right. So oh, okay. th-
0: hence why like, I look like a big baby because <laughs> I am. But as soon as I had babies, it was like, oh no, you gotta pay for them, you know? So mm-hmm. did the courses, hustled my way into TVNZ. I'm not the best designer, but I think one of my strengths is I can just get things done. Right. I understand a deadline yep. and I just get it done. And my bosses preferred me because I was cheap I was desperate. <laughs> this is a good start. It wasn't and that bad, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was desperate. But, you know, desperation sometimes is a good thing. Mm. And I, I I, say it to the students I teach today that, you know, if everything's comfortable, yes. it actually works against you sometimes. Yeah, it does. You know? and, yeah. and I don't know where you learn that. Some people learn it through their hard upbringing. Others learn it just through circumstance. Mm. Um, Interestingly, there's a study that was um, created from the survivors of the Christchurch earthquakes about the levels of happiness, and those two things don't go together, earthquake and happiness, Mm. but I think what it was trying to say was they had meaning, which was like survival is meaning, yes. and I kind of think about it sometimes with our iPhones and our you know, steak and cheese pies and our self-driving cars. It's like, what's, we're just being cradled around, mm. you know, and it, always with a dummy in our mouth and a constant state of sleep. Yes. And it kind of freaks me out because I'm like, you know, I like it when a baby cries, not too much, yeah. but it's a signal. Yes. I need something, yeah. and I feel like as adults we maybe don't cry enough, you know. So oh, no, we I know we do I this very deep, very fast. Yeah. Like, while we it, well, we are in space. It was, uh,
1: that's right. We should be going
0: like this, like in, this. Ooh. Like in uh, Apollo 13, d hey? that's what they. That's how they. Do. It's
1: interesting as you say that because um, I've just thought about this just recently, mm-hmm. and in a in a similar vein, but it's about resilience. You know, when you're up, you, when you're challenged, and you're put into a situation that is uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and you come out of that situation, all the little things don't bother you anymore mm-hmm. because you, you've got a benchmark yep. to, to weigh up against. Yep. So, if someone is, you know, is, is mean to you, mm. it just washes over you because oh, I've dealt with this. This is nothing, yeah. you know. And that level of resilience. I think you need to be shaken up and you can only do that when you're totally out of your comfort
0: zone. Exactly. And how do you get out of your comfort zone, Will? Well, we're not allowing people to. Mm. I mean, I know how to get out of it, which is try things that scare you and know that you are lucky, you've won the lottery, you're in this part of the world. Mm -hmm. If you are at rock bottom, there's someone to help you. Uh, Yeah. Go to schools where they're stopping kids climbing trees. I mean, mm. that's not teaching them anything apart from, you know, uh, go to the trampoline where you've got the, the nice safety ring around it. The kids jump against it. Yes. It's a fun feature. But what happens when you take it off? They fall off and break their arm.
1: Both my kids on a trampoline <laughs> knocked their front teeth out. Yeah, and look. <laughs> but they only ever did it once, and then that's it. How many you know, of us
0: landed on, you know, yeah. going along and landed on it? Yeah. You only do that once because, yeah, right. you know your body tells you, don't do that again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's too traumatic.
0: Yeah, but look, I'm not saying it should go the other way where we Mm -hmm. put people in danger. I just think, uh, you know, we in this Western world and there's a lot of cool things, but kind of get back to that yin yang you know like uh, I'm not trying to get too philosophical but the bit No that... no, no
1: no because okay. uh, I, I really respect that so. Thanks man yeah. and
0: It's something I think about a lot I just saw it as a cool surfing symbol mm-hmm. but someone explained to me that That's so what I've got here and rubs against right. my microphone yin yang <laughs> is one of the big ones <laughs> mm. You shouldn't be looking at the, you know, the bits that join together look at the two dots because they represent the chaos within mm-hmm. you know and I was like wow that's in us <laughs> and we know it we can feel it yeah. We just don't kind of have that language to work through with each other. But, you know, I think it's moments like this, hanging out and seeing different people and, um, you know, the Māoris have it where you share a breath of air. Yes. And it's like, that's what you don't get from the internet. You know, that's Mm -hmm. what you don't get from... um, um, That's what you don't get from Western
1: society. True, true. I mean, It's all about separatism, isn't it? It's all about separatism, yeah. On your phone, you look at that, there's always a barrier there. Yeah. But when do you ever go and talk to someone for twenty minutes? Mm. You have to have a couch in space in order right. to get
0: that time. Exactly, we're not on our phones. No. You know, we're um, doing everything that humans do, which is look at each other, look away yeah. from each other, yes. think uh, about something, exactly, Have a conversation, ask a question. Yeah, where does it go? Yeah. Wow. Well, that's something that I want to kind of get into, which is mm. kind of taking these skill sets of maybe podcasting or videography or editing and, mm. and actually like not just teaching students how to do it, but letting them explore kind of like what else that offers you, mm. you know, like it's actually hard to sit down and talk to someone.
1: It is. It, yeah.
0: it's, it's a learned skill,
1: you know. And I think, um, talked about this uh, with my last guest star, it's about the art of listening. Mm. You know, she's a reporter. And as a reporter, you're there to tell a story and you need to listen to all the different points of view and then, you know, sum it up for someone to digest. And I think part of it is the art of listening that has been kind of forgotten almost because we are told to scream at people all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, me, me, me. I mean, look at Facebook. I'm feeling this way. This is what I'm doing. I'm eating this. Me, me, me. And when do you ever... Very rare do you get a Facebook page that poses a question. Yeah. Or you comment on a Facebook page that says, oh, I hope you're feeling better. How are you really feeling? All mm. that sort of stuff. But it gets deep. It gets personal. Yeah. And it's unsafe. And because it's unsafe, mm. well, this is, this is what gets you out of your comfort zone. Hey, yeah. This is what rattles the cage a exactly, little bit. Exactly. And uh, I think I really admire people like you who are stepping out of the safety zone yeah. of oh, I'm Will and I just stand for being a good guy. You know, right. you're saying, I'm really passionate about fatherhood yep. and I'm going to tell you about that and I'm going to include you and I'm going to challenge you to think about things differently.
0: Mm. And, and I'm challenging why, myself. Oh, yeah, that's like why you can't not. No? And sometimes it's not even about the audience. It's like I, I want to make things which push my thinking into another level and it happens every day. Yeah. Once you start looking for that stuff, you know you you can't help but not see it everywhere. No. And that's actually scary and i understand why people don't want that because there is something nice about the cushy job Mm -hmm. uh, the nine to five the regular pay the massive mortgage you feel the the same Mm -hmm. but you know over time that's where the the chaos creeps in and it's asking you to you know get up and do the moonwalk or do something out of it you know and it can go too far so uh, I hope we look back in some years, Um, maybe that's where AI plays a part to, you know, help regulate and Mm. instead of uh, your phone giving you your notifications on social media in the morning, maybe it can say, hey Daniel, you know, you slept shallow last night, Mm. here's four websites that I recommend you visit. Like, that's what Siri should do, you know. Um, Almost like a well-being thing. Correct. Yeah. Like built in. Mm. And it's like agreed and scientifically um, signed off and studied, and you've got this little computer that can help you, you know, yeah. to maybe just look after you, to say how are you, you know. Mm. And
1: well, that's kind of what this little baby is. I got this one; it's an Apple Watch, mm-hmm. so I got this one for my birthday. It's also
0: what this little baby is, and as this well. little baby does
1: does exactly <laughs> that as well, um, because this regulates can regulate, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm sitting down too long it goes how about you stand up now yeah yeah, yeah does, that, mean, like that bzz, bzz, does it shock you no it doesn't okay, shock me well, watch out it's for not that aggressive it's a whole different story <laughs> there's some all wells. sometimes stuff. i need a good shocking but <laughs> it's already saying that it's not good to just sit there for yep. eight hours yep. and concentrate on one thing you need mm-hmm. to move yeah your body is designed to move and yep. um, just because you have a job that doesn't allow you to move it's like it's up to you now mm. to how do you fit that in So I got Poppy here as a device to say, hang on a minute, Um, I'm doing this work, but I need to take her out for at least 10 minutes every three hours or so, because she has those needs. Uh And and yeah, it's a motivation for me. And I get the fresh air and I come back as productive as when I left. Exactly.
0: Mm. You know, and it's those things that I think we forget about how simple it can be just to calibrate ourselves, you know. Mm. It might just, and, and, and I get it why that doesn't become part of the day because you're under a deadline, you know, you're trying to make these things work, you're stressed, you're be a bit sad yourself, and you're just trying to kind of work through what's happening, mm. you know. Um, and, and all of a sudden, you... And whatever the well-being bit means gets kind of shoved back a little bit or parked for another day. But, you know, I think that's like lunchtime and playtime at school and get out there and run around. And uh, that's what I kind of liked about visiting, you know, Sunpix is that I heard people talking and laughing and doing stuff. Mm. And I think for me what I overwhelmingly felt in my career was that that equaled people mucking around or laziness and i just think it doesn't you are judged by that yeah true, I, true,
1: in, in true. a normal sense i mean yeah i i try not to care about that things too mm. you know too much because it is about human relationships and if people are laughing and are happy mm. that's a sign that they enjoy their work
0: right
1: you know I, i'd rather hear that than mm. know someone stayed 10 hours you know working back to i don't know whatever It's such an old way of looking at the world, isn't it? That clocking in nine to five. I hate nine to five. I don't want nine to five. I I even hate the idea of a a 40 hour working week (laughs) or a five day week. And to be honest, the staff here, I encourage to be flexible with that, you know? Some days they're gonna be really productive, Sometimes they're not going to be productive. If right. You're not going to be productive. Go to the zoo. Exactly. You know, see the sun. Yeah. Don't be here. Yeah. Don't be.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I also think because I I feel exactly the same way. But every now and then there is a part of me that thinks um, we do have this habit now of our modern world of kind of starting to ditch everything from the past and thinking that everything old is not good. Mm. And I started challenging myself to um, maybe try and think not so negatively about the old so for example and uh, you know I try not to get too hardcore but I've been thinking about religion a lot lately mm-hmm. and I was thinking the other day. There's a let, let's say there's a general push to lean more on science. Yeah. I mean, we are in space. Yes. Can you add right. anything in the back? Could there be like a shoo, asteroid just go past? Poppy floats by when she jumps off the couch. It is. Mm. What if I? Okay. But Su- yes. Christopher Reeve Superman. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's going ra- Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So religion. Um, interesting. Superman was based off Jesus. He was 33. Oh really? Yeah. When he came to Earth as the savior. It's intense, eh? um, Is
1: that true or is that just like
0: a Well, I think Jesus was 33 when he, when that, all that stuff happened. But
1: Superman <laughs> anyway. came to earth long before that and was a
0: kid and oh, okay. discovered well, his powers. Oh, okay. Well, let me ref- When he got turned into Superman, yes, like his resurrection, okay, he was 33 the, when, when he got, got the suit, when he got the cape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking about, I'm talking about original Superman. Okay. You know, not the stinky new one. I don't know if there's a difference. No, okay. well, the old one was something you looked up to. The new, okay. The new one's just a dude with powers. who wears his undies on the outside. No, not in the new one. They removed the undies. Oh, really? How dare they? The whole thing about it was he wore the undies on the outside. That's
1: right. Yeah. And could still, you know, and cool. be respected. Yeah. He could the only one that could pull that off. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay.
0: Interesting. Uh, but, but I started thinking if we take kind of the story of religion and all the, you know, the metaphors out of our mm. society, what are we replacing it with? Mm. And whose interpretation of what a good life means mm. are we listening to? And that kind of freaked me out because, you know, the religion of science mm. is awesome, but it also has nuclear weapons. It can, you know, do science experiments, and I'm saying that's all good. I think it came back to a little bit of that yin-yang thing. Mm. Let's have a balance. Let's make sure that equally we're checking ourselves to take a bit of new, a bit of old and all push it forward at the same time. Do you think,
1: especially with yin and yang, yeah. you know it's a scale and you know once the scale is tipped up to its fullest on one side mm. it needs to then be picked up on the other side and eventually things will settle down. So, so it's almost like having the 60s you know, with free love and things like that when, you, when it was up against um, a very regimented yeah. society and I think we're in a similar vein especially Mm. the way we are in a corporate world Uh, everything is business related everything has to be justified in being productive Mm. productive equals making money how dare you fold a paper plane because that's not productive how can you make money out of that Mm. unless you're a youtuber folding paper planes Mm. and I battled with this a little bit um, especially with my music Um, I could not justify buying something like a guitar without thinking oh well in order to buy the guitar i should be getting a gig to make the money to buy the guitar and to me that depressed me it was depressing as a to have an artistic outlet that you then have to shove into a category that is about productivity Mm -hmm. and black and white and i think that that's where a lot of this um dualism and conflict comes from especially people that are more sensitive to that they need a creative outlet, but they're living in this world that you have to have insurance, you have to pay a mortgage.
0: And it's hard. It's really hard. And you have actually no energy left to then be creative. Well, And that's the downside of having a full stomach every night, you know? So Mm. we want to have a certain level of comfort. I think for me, the big thing is just don't kind of take it for granted. You know, Mm. when people bag the Western world, I'm like, you know, part of being able to self reflect and bag on something is to have a certain level of comfort. Yeah, like, right. you know, when it's really raining, you're not thinking about anything else apart from staying dry. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, take that into lots of areas. You know, if you had it was raining, you're hungry, you got no power of food, you know, you can't think about well being. No. You're just in a state. So it's kind of like, a, I think, yeah, the analogy of some type of scale, you know, and we're just trying to find our way through. But, um, It's kind of cool that, you know, we've all got some kids and they're coming through and it might be them who Mm. um, push this along a bit. And I think we're examples of people who, you know, 50 years ago, our conversation right now is probably at a bar um, with some (laughs) durries and some beers Mm -hmm. and ends in a fight with someone, (laughs) you know? And I think that we've made progress because Mm. we find this enjoyable We're kind of using technology where people can join in from home or, you know, I kind of imagine, I know one of you out there is watching on the toilet, that's fine. (laughs) Really? I haven't worked out, you know, the kind of health stuff of it, but the phone goes everywhere. It's going Mm. in the toilet with you. It's true. And there's a nice mix. So, you know, at some point I'm like, yeah, it gets really deep, but just, you know, be happy. Try and aim for something that you enjoy doing, mm-hmm. um, and you know that the. Uh, someone told me like this jujitsu master. Um, yeah, he he's a cool dude. Yep. He helps prisoners kind of learn how to control their emotions, but he told me you do need stress. Like it's essential to have stress. Mm-hmm. Just compact it into an hour of your day. Yes. Then it's right. fair. Yeah. Have your most stressful time, um, and really get yourself to the edge. Uh, and then, you know, find a way to let it out, you mm. know, and, and deal with it and, and then go on with the rest of your day. Because, um, you know, your body does have things to deal with that, right? Anger, and it needs to be triggered. And, yeah, and uh, released. True, true. That's part of the problem, I think, is that um,
1: you're told to suppress, like crying yeah. and anger. Yeah. You know, yes, uh, I mean, hitting someone is not the way to go, but... Mm to go upstairs and beat your pillow yep. if you're really feeling that yep. frustration i think especially male energy yep. can be pent up yeah. and you just want to just i'm <laughs> oh sorry sorry, sorry let's wow. on the cows kind of there thing we go. oh sorry girl just, <laughs> there you go there was a prime example there we go but you can okay. kind of see how um um unaccepted that is mm. you know it um it vibrates the area. Things start panicking like poppy. Sorry, girl. <laughs>
0: poppy and our sound <laughs> yeah, engineer. So, yeah,
1: I know.
0: Uh, um, I have a question for you, Daniel. Yep. Uh, and I've been um, asking a few people I know lately. So I'll see if I can articulate it. When when a human's born,
1: yep.
0: is the natural state... Uh, okay, let's not talk about a... Hu- let's talk about a 20-year-old human with no external uh, involvement. Mm -hmm. So just, you know, nothing good, nothing bad. Just this person um, who's had an equal amount of having to forage for food and food provided. Is the natural state of humanity good? Or is it uh, it good that can be taught to be darker? Yeah. Or is it dark like a more of a rugged lion animal Mm. that can be kind of taught to be good?
1: Mm. I think... You're born with both, (laughs) you know. That's the thing. Um, And good, evil—they're all relative. They're relative to your belief system. What we think is good, someone will think is of evil. Mm. That's why um, I think there's such an issue with religions because their definitions of either one of those um, differs from Mm. different societies. However, I think to have a spiritual outlet in life, Mm. whether it be of our religious nature or you meditating and going into yourself, I think that's part of the human condition. And this is something that's deeply personal. Mm. And as soon as the flag is raised where people say, one size fits all, you must all be this religion now, that's when things get really dark and dangerous mm-hmm. because it's it's just not it doesn't work yeah. you know it hasn't worked in history True. people work together and we have a pretty good societal um system at the moment i mean considering we are something billion people living on this planet and it's getting more and more crowded yeah. the fact we're not having more wars than we actually are and we're living in a pretty sedate environment where we can go look Supermarket and buy anything we want True. without really having to worry about can I afford this candy bar or not? You know. Um, however, having said that, you know, there of course there are still areas in the world that yeah. that deal with that. But for the most part, but the, the good and evil thing is, yeah, it's relative. I think most people want to do the right thing, and misunderstanding is the biggest issue, and misunderstanding comes from not listening. <laughs> so once you actually know how the other person is feeling, Mm. or having some empathy. So if you come to me and you push me out of the way, what if I saw that from your point of view? Mm. You know, was it an accident? Were you directing that at me? I think 98% of incidents aren't actually directed at you. Mm. They're they're caused by something that is outside of, you know, you, you caught some reaction of it, but you haven't, you haven't caused it it's it's not personal yeah. and then when you can start empathizing with other people it makes the world a very much simpler place because mm. putting yourself in another person's shoes actually um allows you to you know be that forgiving and things like this yeah. i make it sound very simplistic right. It's probably the most difficult thing <laughs> yeah. you can do yeah. because if you bumped into me my immediate reaction is, how dare he? Exactly. What's his problem? Exactly. What have I done to him? Yeah. And before I even realise it, I'm pushing you back, mm. you know? And it's a reaction thing. I haven't thought about it. Mm. It's just what's ingrained, he must be up to no good.
0: Correct. First instinct. Yeah. Um, Something like a motorway with the road rage. Right. You know, you're trying to... I don't to... understand road rage. It's so sad. Oh, well, it creeps in, I tell you.
1: Do you, do you get it? Do you I, get road d- I
0: don't get the... Road rage, but I try and get revenge. Okay, dude. So, for example, today. But
1: you take it personally. Mm. Like, if someone cuts in front of you, you take it personally, saying, "This guy is out to make my life a misery." Therefore, I'm going to get revenge, even though they may not have seen you.
0: I know it's not. Stu- it's stupid. It is stupid, and. Mm. I'm starting to do it, but it, it is because I am, um, so I'm half Cook Island, half Kiwi. Okay. And I think for most of my 37 years, I've been a mild-mannered Rarotongan. Okay. I'm starting to become an old, rude white man, <laughs> like my dad. <laughs> right. He's the ultimate, he's so rude, I don't know how I came from him. <laughs> right. Like He's one of those guys that the only person he's nice to is me. Right. So it's this weird dynamic, but I start feeling myself um, you know, getting short with people. Yep. And um, not, not in a way, but just when I think things are not appropriate. So for example, maybe it's a conversation I can kind of get your opinion on. My wife's German and we've just come back from Germany. Yep. And over there, no one's interested in what you're up to. Right. You, it's your job to live your life. If you walk around with a booger on your nose, I'm not telling you. It's your job to look in the mirror. Right. Right? So you look after you. In New Zealand, I feel like there's a bit more of a, we'll help each other out. I'll jump in. I'll, you know, I'll open the door. I'll let you through. Mm -hmm. But I started noticing that it can be a bit busybody here. So I was at the airport coming back and filling out my card, and my passport was where Dog is now. Someone walked up to me and said, is that your passport? And I said, yes, Why? Oh, well, you should have it closer to you. And instead of saying the QA, hey, thanks, mate, I said, why don't you worry about your stuff and I'll worry about my passport. <laughs> OK, it was after a 12-hour flight. Okay, yeah, yeah. everyone's grumpy after a 12-hour flight, however. But I just thought, that's making me not responsible. Mm. I know it's my passport. It's right there. Do you want it here? Here? Should I hold it on me? Yeah. You know, are you now the authority on rules? You know? And... Ironically, coming from Germany where they are known as this rule book place. Yes. Um, but in saying that, it's also really silly over there where they have parks with grass on it and you're not allowed to sit on the grass. Yes. It's ridiculous. You, you, you know German, eh? I know Germany. We could switch over. Ich kann Deutsch sprechen. Ah, das ist super. Sprechen? Yeah, ein bisschen. Das ist super. Yeah, ein bisschen. yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. This is ein uh, süßer Hund. Ein süßer Hund. Yeah. 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 Danke yeah.
1: sehr. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sie ist sehr lieb. Yeah. Ja. Mm. Is everyone in the room confused? Cool. (laughs) Yeah,
1: our cameraman is. He's
0: going, (laughs) I can't believe
1: this. (laughs) Only happens in space. (laughs) True, true. Um, But interesting you say that. um, But again, that's that's social conditioning. And um, I think there is a bit of a a high and mighty attitude sometimes. Like, you should do this. I'm watching you. Why are you doing it this way? Mm. I hate the word should because should implies that you've done something wrong. Right. You know, it's it gives you no choice. It's saying, because you haven't done this, that is why it's this situation. <laughs> and this is a play on words and, um, anyway, I try not to use the word should. Try that one. Mm. In any conversation, don't say the word should. Yeah. You can, there's other words that you can use and you can rephrase it or you can use the word could because right. could gives you your power back. <laughs> could gives you a choice. You could do it this way or you could do it this way. Wow. But should. I'm projecting on you what I think is right. So if the person came up to you and say, hey, um, it's a bit unsafe around here, mm. you could have that a little bit there, and then you can go, oh, no, I'm fine, mate, that, that's good, I'm, I'm happy with, with yeah. that, you know? Yeah. It's it's less, uh, I don't
0: know, authoritative, I guess. Right, right. Yeah. Well, it's really interesting, and we're talking mm. about slight kind of nuances it of is. language.
1: But that's what we're getting to now yeah. as a human species when... Things are, we don't have to battle, well, majority of the battle wars and things like that. Now all of a sudden there's a lot more self-awareness going on. Yeah. And we're still thinking back to being harsh and don't trust anyone and everything's negative. Um, now all of a sudden there's this movement where people are meditating, there's yoga, there's reflection. And people say, oh, there's actually a gentler way of communicating. And maybe that's where humanity's heading now. Yeah.
0: Have you tried float tanking? No. Do you know what it is? Yeah, in a tank and you float? Correct. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> Ding! No, but no, no. Um, I don't know what's No, a... no, no. Well, it's an isolation is chamber, blank. which sounds like torture, yep. which I think is used as torture. But in this case, there's companies set up now where um, uh, you basically go into a room, you hop in a pool of a foot of water, yep. you close the door, it becomes black you have earphones, not earphones, earplugs, you lie in the water so you're weightless and you can't hear anything and it's black. So now you realise that it's the first time since birth where you've been alone. it's actually really cool. It is really cool, and your mind takes over, and it's like um, meditation on steroids. Mm. So some people kind of like it's too much because it Mm. takes you on this hallucinogenic kind of trip, Mm. but uh, for others it's like part of their um, week, you know, and and even more so in today's society with phones and, you know, meetings and cars and Skypes and all that kind of stuff. Um, So it would be interesting to... um, you to come and do one with me and then yeah. we could, you could come back on the show and, you know, talk about the difference. And oh, man, yeah. I've seen the light. You've unlocked it's, something. I've
1: unlocked something. Yeah. Uh, interesting you say that, though. Um, yeah, taking out those sensories and having black. And so you've done it. Yep. So talk us about that. So you're lying there and... Most of us, if you, look, if you know Eastern philosophy, there's called, something called the monkey mind, and that's what most of us have. Mm-hmm. It is a mind that never stops. We have to take sleeping tablets, or we have to drink something just to say, shut up, slow down, stop thinking. When you're in a tank, that monkey mind will be amplified to no end. Tell us how you cope
0: with that. The one thing they say to you before you go in is they say, try and focus on your heart beating. Because that brings you back. Why not breathing? Probably that too. Okay. But I think they think that's more interesting because you normally can't hear your heart beating. True. Until you have nothing else around. And it's weird. You can feel it beating. And you can hear it beating. And then it becomes this like, um, you know, like a tick-tock, I guess, mm-hmm. where it starts to put you in a relaxed state. But, I mean, I haven't explored it, and there's ways that you can do it to go even deeper and... Um, my mind, that kind of stuff is a bit like, you know, the deepest, darkest journals of philosophy. I kind of think, well, if it doesn't help most of the people, really simply, it's just an idea. Right. It's not a practical thing, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I get it that there's all these ways to be the ultimate human, but most of us don't live like that. Most right. of us just aim for trying to be happy, yes. you know? And that's a huge... Most of us won't get there, yeah. but... um I always look for the kind of middle ground or the through line in something, which is something I'm keen to pick your mind um, if you don't mind me coming with another question. Yeah, sure. So we're in space, right? Mm-hmm. Aliens, so okay. aliens, maybe one pulls up yep. and he looks over at you and says, Daniel, mm-hmm. I've chosen you to tell me uh, the human story. Yeah. What's the one thing that combines your race? Because, you know, from sitting out here, uh, all I can see is space junk. Uh, I've seen a few of the wars. Mm-hmm. Is there an underlying story that connects you all, or are you all just kind of random meat sacks walking around? Easy, okay. suffering. Oh, here and we go. you come. know why? Why?
1: Suffering is, when you're born into this world, mm-hmm. to, to survive this world, you have certain needs. Mm. And one, you have to breathe, so you need oxygen. You need to eat. When you're hungry, that's a small form of suffering. And I think this is part of the um, Buddhist philosophies too, is that uh, everyone suffers in the world. And that's just part of life, you know, because in order to sustain your well-being in it, you have to do certain things. It's only when you're dead that's when you stop suffering or, you know, before you were born kind of thing. But there's various levels of suffering. And I think unless you've attained some sort of enlightenment where you basically holistically accept that you are a sufferer, then you're always going to be on this yin-yang journey. Mm. Ah, I feel good now, oh, I feel shit now. Oh, I feel good now, I feel shit now. And that's a yo-yo. And you're going to go through that your whole life so that you can never rest on that middle pivotal point where there's just nothing. And um, and I think that, that's the way of the world. It, that's, that's the way of our planet anyway. There might be other planets where people don't suffer, where they live really long, healthy lives and they don't have all this other bullshit to deal with. But if you look at our planet, it's actually an amazing place because it's got all the extremes. There's Mm. extreme suffering, um, dying of hunger or being eaten by a shark. Correct. Or there's extreme comfort like private jets and gold-plated cutlery and things like that. However, every person on this planet has these forms of suffering and non-suffering and it's how you balance those. Wow. And I think... And that's why you can look at anyone in the eye and see a child mm. because no one knows everything, everyone's insecure about something, everyone laughs, everyone cries. And that that's, that's my personal understanding
0: of oh, humanity. It. So do you think that instead of saying to people, you know, we need to be more happy, do you think we should say the goal should be we need to suffer less? It's the same, wasn't
1: it? both sides of the same coin kind Mm. of thing.
0: But I think one asks you to not, one doesn't acknowledge bad, mm. the other kind of acknowledges it and says have less of it, Mm. therefore your happiness scale would potentially be higher?
1: Yeah, I think when you're happy, be happy. When Mm. you're sad, be sad. When you're angry, be angry. Mm. And this is something um, even, and let's getting back into parenthood here. Mm. And... I never got angry at my kids for being angry. But be angry in your room. Don't be angry around me. Mm. Remove the situation. <laughs> and same with, you know, when, when people, you know, take their kids to a supermarket and the kids are just screaming their heads off and they're dragging these kids down the aisles and saying, shut up, you know. And people look at them and yes. Rather than just taking the child, okay, you're going to be a little sh- I'm not going to do my shopping now. I'm going to take you outside, wait till you're finished, and then do my shopping. But there's this culture that we need to, I don't know, dominate the situation. And every time you do that, you're just amplifying the situation. Mm. So remove yourself from it. It's Mm. like if someone's loud and obnoxious, don't tell
0: them to shut up. Mm. Go away. Mm. Walk outside. Remove yourself from the situation. But that level of enlightenment that you're talking about yeah. of realising that. Yes. Where is that taught? Is it taught should it be taught in schools? Is it the parents' job to teach It could that be taught at schools. It should be. It could be taught at schools. Could we introduce <laughs> it at schools? <laughs> we could <introduce> shall we? <laughs> shall we? That's right, exactly. Possibly. <laughs> no, we're starting to right. speak like Yoda. Yeah. In schools taught it. But should. I
1: guess it could. I think reflection and self-realization mm. would be amazing um, to be taught at schools, but you'd have to be taught by someone who has that level of thinking. You know, um, us two? Wow, we could charge mm. if you put, add the greed factor to it, like twelve hundred bucks mm-hmm. a course, yes. and we have fifty students.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. And then when we're not teaching them they're building little devices for us. Oh, we can make an app and a book <laughs> that goes along with it. <laughs> and, and all the, oh, And yeah. we'll just get carried around. Yeah. Not far off the ground.
1: <laughs> self help is, is big business these <laughs> days. It is, isn't it? it is. Look at it's it. Huge. It it's it's a huge industry. The yeah. new aged mm-hmm. self help. Mm-hmm. I mean I've read countless books of you know spiritual ones and ones that better business understanding humanity understanding yourself be a better you etc etc it goes on and on but at the end of the day it's someone else's opinion and philosophy Mm. and it either fits in or it doesn't but take the parts that do because in every book I've read I got something out of it It it's just a sentence that says blah 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 you know and you go ah that resonates with Mm. me that's what I'd like to aspire to or at least that made me think about that and that's what motivates you to then further think. True. And at the end of the day I'm a big believer that you're responsible for only for yourself. Yeah. You know you, you cannot change anyone else but you can do what you need to do.
0: Well that's uh, the big win of the western world was mm. the self you know and mm. the common law. Well, of... We don't
1: know what to do with it hey.
0: No we still have two versions of ourselves, mm. the individual and then um, the kind of group. And I see it in our British side. Like, for example, at an All Blacks game, we don't know how to behave in a group. The best we can do is, all blacks, <laughs> all blacks. <laughs> but the Europeans, they know. Yeah. They do a, a chant, they do all these kind of different things. But maybe that's just a British thing, the old rude man, like <laughs> my dad. Um,
1: yeah I guess it's just different isn't yeah
0: it? it is different
1: it is different I think the spirit of it is the same, mm. but the way we express it is
0: different, mm-hmm. some's more reserved than others mm. Mm. I just think um we're sometimes looking too literal at things mm. and not remembering you know we're not just going to a movie to see a piece of entertainment, we're actually i think living through that or. You know we're not going to a nightclub just to dance yes it's a whole worship thing you know where we're moving we're together mm. it's really peculiar if you think about it yeah like let's all go into a dark room and dance yeah and as an
1: alien um yeah have a look at that
0: nightclub yeah yeah you'd be freaked out man. and and the bass will go through everyone there's a combined kind of thing and you know uh it is weird but most people at some of the best times in their life you know yeah so you know you can't really science too much otherwise you lose those things you know you lose lose that stuff
1: we're in a very interesting time at the moment because Mm -hmm. yeah science and spirituality and you get to question everything and everything has kind of like almost like a spiritual bend to it even Mm -hmm. if it is scientific and like artificial intelligence Mm -hmm. you know if you think about what is that you know and then now we have to actually define what intelligence actually is. Is intelligence knowing how to, you know, multiply 700 by 60, you know, and, and be able to um, come up with an answer really quickly? Or is intelligence being able to decipher human emotion and artistic endeavours? Of course, artificial intelligence can't be creative. They don't, They have no motivations for drawing something, you know? And I think that's one of the big things about artificial intelligence where they want to make a program, paint a picture, but the parameters are so small that it has to be programmed before it even thinks about drawing a picture that it's not really a work of art. Mm. It's, it's more a, a mashup of everything else there is there. It still comes out with something original, and I guess if you define art as being something original, it may slightly fit in that, but I think art is an, emotive, an, an emotional um, thing and um, yes. until machines can be emotional, oh, like, it's, it's never going to be intelligent.
0: Well, I, I feel in no, and, and there's so many layers to that. Like,
1: yeah. who's
0: programming it if it's going to crash? Does it choose the grandma or the child?
1: Yeah, right.
0: If it's got a child and a baby, who's programming it to make the rule? Okay, mm. let's assume it's going to crash. Mm. Who's going to choose that? so then it gets a code, piece of codes written, sent out to all the cars, you know, someone's made the rule. And Mm. it's like, wow. And a human did it. Exactly. You are playing a god now, Mm. you know. I think we always played god. Definitely.
1: I think you are your own god. Mm. And I think this is one of the big things um, I I wish people would realise is that... um, you can subscribe to a god but ultimately you're the one who's making the decision to do things Mm. and how you react to things is up to you and don't put the um, responsibility onto something external Mm. we are taught to always look externally for validation Mm. hence people you know are making these videos out in space you know they want to get all these likes and Mm. subscribers Mm -hmm. Um, but at the end of the day it's Um, just you're responsible for yourself and and that's great if you think that because then you don't blame everyone else and you're very much easier able to make a change if you need to because you constantly have to tweak yourself
0: and also what should be said one of the hardest things to achieve yeah it's way easier and way more convenient to blame others oh and actually we all do it still yeah you know maybe not out loud But me coming here and saying I get revenge—true—you should be having your passport (laughs) closer. You know what is that? You know I could, I could have chosen not to get revenge on that driver. (laughs) You could, you could. I did not choose. to But you
1: did. So, uh,
0: fine. Yeah. Whatever. We also have this thing where I've said it out loud now, so I feel a bit better. Yeah. Okay. And we think of it as therapy. Yes. It's not better. I've just got to work out that I'm driving and a lot of people driving and it's not about me trying to get revenge. You know, everything's good in moderation, mm. including manners. What's one thing that's not good in moderation? Love. Can you have too much of it? Maybe, because yes. then you can be a big man baby like me. Exactly. You need the opposite in Suffering. order to really
1: appreciate it. If you're loved all the time, mm. then you're not going to appreciate, really appreciate it. Ooh. But if, if you go through a dark patch and where you're not loved at all and then you get loved again, mm-hmm. your love intensity is gonna be so much more. So and part this is part of the suffering. And um, it's been fascinating to talk to you. I didn't get through any of my questions that I actually wanted to ask you. You jumped right into the black hole of, of we're philosophy, in space. We're know, in space. I'm
0: still buzzing out there. So now, now I've gotta get you back for
1: part two I'd love of Part two. Love life and everything interesting, well, hey? Yeah,
0: I'd love to, anytime. And yeah. uh, I'll get you on my podcast too. Absolutely. Um, come and blow our minds together. Uh, we've done that today. I feel a little bit of pain in my head. <laughs> so it's either new ideas or a tumour. That's right. Bring it on, whatever it is. <laughs> Thank you very much, Will. Hey.
1: And thank you for watching and I hope you've got some really good ideas about what we talked about. Personally, I love philosophy and I love debating it and I love talking mm-hmm. about it. And it's been awesome to, you know, to have someone like you on there who thinks along the similar veins.